You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 33, which is part five and our final conversation in the area of expanding your capabilities. And today, we look at the area of how leaders expand the capabilities of others. We hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Leaders of the Future podcast. I am Julian from The 19 Project, joined as always, he's, I'm actually looking at him on my screen, he's sat in the sunshine, or the sun's coming through the window, a glare on the screen, it's Joel Bagnall from Lift Leaders, how are you doing Joel? Hi Julian, I'm doing great, especially after such a poetic entrance into the, uh, the podcast today. Well, you just kind of, you look sunlit. It's like the light of God is shining upon you this, this morning. The faith, the fa- God's the face favor. Is, is that His what it is? His is shining upon me. Yeah, he's trying to get your attention. There's going so, to be supernatural pearls of wisdom in this episode wow. today. Well, I've, I've set the bar quite high then, haven't I? Oh, dear. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I hope you are well. I, I am. I am. I hope you're well too. How are you, Julian? You good? I'm doing okay. Yeah, doing yeah. okay. It's it's it's. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday morning. It's the end of a, a busy week, but it's been yes. good. It's good, and the sun is shining in Copenhagen. But is it shining in Newton Aycliffe today? No, this, it's raining. It's yeah. raining. It's grey and oh, cold baby, and wet. What a but hey, let's not get distracted by the weather and the forecast and all that kind of misery, which it can be. We love to talk about the weather in in uh, England, in the UK. But uh, we're talking about, we're on the final episode of the letter E, expand your capabilities. And yeah. the focus for today is how we can help other people expand their capabilities. Exactly. I hope I've got that right. You spot on, Julian. That is the the final step in... This letter in the acronym, and I I like this I like this topic. I mean, I like I like leadership stuff anyway, which is probably just as well. Otherwise, you wouldn't be talking to me on these podcasts. Um, funny that <laughs> it's funny that isn't it? But it's it's actually why we do what we do, isn't it? To help other people expand their capabilities. That's right. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I guess people if they've listened for a while now have got the message that leadership is about many things. But something it's definitely about is helping other people. Yeah, and you have Lift Leaders. Yes. I have the 19 Project. We always introduce ourselves by mentioning them every time. Like, yeah. Just so that <laughs> Like people... a little little badge that we wear. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, people, it's really important that people know the names of these two highly prolific ministries. <laughs> yeah. I would say it, not as prolific as we'd perhaps like them to be, especially in 2020 when we couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> or go well, meet people what? and do team stuff. It's they're like little they're like little favourite children of ours. They're prolific in our minds, but it, they brought us together. That's true. You know, and we we have talked about this before when we did the episode with Scott Wilson. We blamed him for bringing us together. Mm. Um, our eyes met across a crowded room and. You know, it's some kind of leadership That's... development bromance <laughs> right there. The funny thing was there was no crowded room. No. It, was, uh, it was an email at first and then a phone call and yeah, the rest is history. Here we are. Yeah. So t- tell tell me and tell tell those, tell our wonderful listeners a little bit about 
lift leaders and um you know why why did you set that up yeah well this i mean we'd probably have to make a whole new acronym for that one julian to <laughs> right, okay un- unpack unpack five episodes per letter uh about lift leaders uh and i and i do want to say this as well maybe maybe next episode or the one after we will actually talk about a significant change happening in lift leaders some very very exciting things um happening but the question was around the heart behind lift leaders well much like you julian like i have a story uh about how um a leader saw potential in me and challenged me to go on a journey that i couldn't even dream of what was possible or what came out of that uh it was so much was the impact on my life where um a leader taught me about leadership and a leadership gift on my life and the skills and the calling on my life Uh, it totally transformed my life and uh also i feel like i've been able to see god do things in and through me and um reach other people in such a significant way i can't help but want to pass that on to other people or do the same for others yeah and, uh, I, I my my personal mantra is i want to empower the raising of leaders i believe churches i believe leaders should raise their own leaders but i just want to be a catalyst to help young leaders have the same opportunity the same experience to have what i had and that's really the heart behind lift leaders i love that um phrase you said there that someone saw potential in me and challenged me and actually I don't know if you, I'm sure you'll agree but that encapsulates what we're talking about when it comes to helping others expand their capabilities it's about seeing the potential in someone who mm. wouldn't necessarily see it in themselves mm. you know my, my story is is quite similar when I was 19 hence the 19 project it's about when I got my first leadership opportunity leaders in the church that I'd only been in for about six months asked me to lead the youth group and um, years later, when I when I wrote the book that I've written around the kind of that journey, I asked them why they picked me because there were there are other young people the same age as me who'd been there a lot longer, and they said, "Oh, we saw something in you. We saw a way of leading in you. You didn't drive people or lead from the front. You kind of led from behind and t- wanted to take people with you." And I'm like, at 19. I would never have described myself like that. I would, there's no way I would have seen that in me at all. Uh, you know, at 19, I was, I was at university and I was just a bit of an idiot. There's no, there's no other way of putting it. <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's amazing that leaders saw that in me. And now here I am, you know, a, a long time later. <laughs> long. How long? Tell us again. How long? Uh, it's like decades? 31 years Ooh, now. Three decades. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? But here I am. I'm, I'm still involved in leadership. So my, that same for me. You know, my heart is to help raise and resource young leaders and actually to tell them that they've got it in them, even if yeah. they can't see it themselves. But then to be able to, to, to challenge them on that journey and put some stuff in their hands that will help them. Mm, absolutely. Well, speaking of that, putting things in their hands, proverbial hands, so to speak, uh, you've got something very, very exciting to tell our uh, podcast listeners today, Julian. Yeah, well, uh, uh, I'm kind of. You're thinking, so excited. You're I'm lost very for excited. Words. I can't get the words out. Yes. But no, I'm launching a future leaders program. It starts on the 22nd of February, and um, it's like a sponsored part of our 
podcast oh, today. Fine. We never sell anything, Julie. But we never sell anything. But now <laughs> we've got an opportunity. No, it, it is about helping kind of raise and resource young leaders. And I have hosted some future leader days. But in the current climate, that's not possible to do. And so I was just thinking, how can I get some conversation going with young leaders from across Europe? And pushing it online seemed a great way to do it and for people to be able to access it. It's simple, it's affordable, and it's easily accessible. So it's a series of leadership webinars, six leadership webinars over six months, so one each month with um, some articles and emails that go with that. Um, and How long are the sessions, Julian? They'll be about 60 minutes. Cool. And what I love about a webinar when people are on it is that you can be engaged in the chat, you can ask questions, we'll always make time for that within it. And you are helping host the first one. Uh, we're going to talk about becoming a leader and kind of reflecting on this acronym that we've been using. But um, a whole bunch of different topics, different leaders, uh, friends of mine, like I say, from the UK and Europe, um, to just facilitate that conversation. And hopefully, <laughs> the hope is that out of those webinars, you'll get some stuff that you can grab a hold of and you can put into practice in your own leadership or as to help you to grow as a young leader. And you can find out all the information by going to the19project.com and clicking on the Future Leader Program tab on there. And um, yeah, get yourself signed up. It would be amazing um, to have as many people from across Europe, as many young leaders from across Europe as possible being a part of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally, I'm really excited about it. Not, not because I'm a guest, you know, that would be a bit, uh, what do you call that? Sycopantic, sycopantic. Oh, these words, I don't know where these words are coming no, from. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah, definitely yeah, got a word for the day book or something. No, I don't. <laughs> it's just called natural uh, intellect. No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, no, like, so from our church here in Copenhagen, we've offered it to all of our young leaders um, or, you know, people who are leading or serving in particular areas where we, we really see this as a key investment and any church leaders, you know, you know who you are listening to this. Um, it's not, it's actually not a big price. It's not, uh, yeah, it's not hard to just put some of your church budget into that and to just as a, as really a way of appreciating and developing your teams, just get, just get behind it and um, offer it to your teams and your leaders, because well, the, the idea that we particularly love about it here in Copenhagen is that it's such a good supplement to what we want to do. Uh, it's not, it's not taking away from anything. It just slots wonderfully into uh, the rhythm of our church and small groups and stuff like that, where we can offer it to our leaders and it's just a good investment. We don't have to wait for events to open up again, or we don't also, we don't have to wait for someone's life to be ready that they can go on a, uh, a year or two of Bible college is something we can do now. And so that's my, uh, that's my word of recommendation and endorsement for the, for the webinar. So get on board everyone. I think, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I've tried. You always think about these things to try and make them as accessible as possible. It's not a curriculum. They don't have to submit, you know, no one has to submit anything to me. I mean, they can if they want to, but they don't have to. I'm really pushing that back onto the, I would be pushing them back to the leaders in their own world to say, hey, you know, you need to be having those kind of coaching conversations 
with your own leaders and being asked to be kept accountable to what you're learning and how you can put that into practice. But they will be challenged on that and they will be asked some reflective questions um, in the subsequent email that they'll get and at what I'm calling an action statement that they should complete for each topic that we um, discuss. But I'm, I'm not the one to keep them accountable. What I love about what you guys are going to do is you're going to get them together a couple of times through the six months and kind of go, hey, how's it going? What are you learning? Um, how can we help you? What are you going to put in place to mm. use that stuff, put it into practice? Um, that's, that's how it works. And the 19 Project's always kind of had that partnership feel to work with churches and to complement what they're doing. So I love yes. that. How, that's how you're using it. Yeah. Definitely. We're looking forward to it. But um, future leaders program aside, you know, yep. we've, got a, we've got a topic that we want to just quickly uh, touch on or complete uh, today. Of course, we've just talked about one practical way of helping other, peop- helping other people uh, grow or helping other people expand their capabilities. And I, I want to preface it by saying when I, when I came into youth ministry, now I, I was blessed I was blessed to have the best. I'm so thankful for my leaders and how they went about leading. But I did hear a bit of a common theme from maybe some of my, um, what do you call them? Co- not, not colleagues, but uh, anyway, people who are youth pastors and young leaders from other, see, I've used my word quota for today. Yeah, you've uh, used your one big word for the episode and now you can't think. The tank is empty. No. Um, what are they called? Not compatriots. That's something comp- counterparts. 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 There, there we go. go. We got there. Woo! Come on, believe in yourself, Joe. No. Um. Yeah. So they they would sit and uh, explain their relationship with their leader, and they would say, "Oh, in the beginning, they'll be like, oh, it's great. My my leader or my senior pastor has said, hey, we want you to be a, a youth leader, and you know what? Go and do whatever you want. Here's your budget." You have a blank canvas. Just be you. Just go for it. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll only just sort of intervene, or I'll only say something if I feel like you know you're doing something wrong, or you know you're making a mistake, or about to do something bad. And in the beginning, all of those people thought, "Oh man, it's so great! Like they believe in me, and I'm I've got freedom, and I'm released." And but I discovered that that actually didn't help them. That didn't help them in the long run because it'd be nice the first year, but then from the second year when challenges actually happened or when they started to get unsure about themselves or when they had conflicts on their team or they didn't really know how to bring their heart and their vision from their own mind or from their own heart and out into reality, what that really was, there was a lack of support. There was a lack of feedback. And yes, we can talk for hours about how leading is serving people and leading is helping people but a key a really key part or practical part that we want to challenge or ram home right now is that our job is to help stretch people in their capacity and their capabilities and you do that through feedback and you do that by challenging people not just when they've done something wrong but also when you want to encourage them to get better or you want to encourage them to take steps in a, in a direction that's going to make them grow or even do things that they never thought they were capable of doing. Yeah. It's too easy for leaders to get that wrong and only have conversation with young leaders when they're 
getting things wrong. Mm. You know, if you obviously that's got to happen, those difficult conversations need to be had, and we've been shaped by those. We've talked about them in previous episodes. Mm. But seeing people do things well and telling them that they're doing a great job, not and that not that they're off the rails or that if they carry on like that or it's not working or whatever, is just as important because it's something that people don't hear very often. Mm. We we don't get told we're doing a good job as often as we should. Mm. That's true. Um, so yeah, I would be a wholeheartedly kind of a, agree with that. We need the feedback but not just from a, it could be better point of view, <laughs> but yeah. actually if the good job's been done that we get told we've done a good job. Well, it's, it, this is really important, especially in volunteer uh, areas, volunteer ministry as well, because people do invest, they give up their time. There's a lot of other things they could be doing. And when they're pouring their life into it, <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, the best we can say is give them, Give them encouragement and thank them and be thankful. But also, um, how do you how do you know if you're doing a good job unless someone actually gives you or reflects you that feedback? Well, so that's yeah. one angle of it. It's a culture of honor, isn't it? Yeah. And that is not, it's not easy to, well, I mean, I say it's not easy to create. In one sense, it is easy to create, but it's hard work to maintain because you wow. can feel like, you're saying thank you and well done and I saw what you did mm. over and over again and it can become a bit trite or a bit familiar and then you stop doing it and then suddenly you've drifted from that place and you actually haven't noticed what people are doing mm. and you haven't encouraged them so yeah give them the stretch and the challenge of I believe you can do this resource them with what they need to do it but then come alongside them and say hey you're doing great keep going you know, and that's all part of the mix, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that that is really a critical area of of um of leading people is um giving that feedback, giving them the encouragement. Uh, but the the other thing uh, I guess I wanted to bring it up, or the angle I wanted to bring it up from was, since we're talking about capabilities, we talked about skills or leadership skills. So we talked about communication earlier. Um, there is this mastery or this skill of being a leader um, where as overseers, you know, the Bible talks about leaders often as overseers, episcopae, uh, people who, who can see from another perspective. Um, and we can see into people's lives and maybe pick up or intuitively sense um, skills or gifts that they might not be aware of. And uh, we can also challenge people. We can challenge young people uh, by saying, hey, have you tried this? I think this would be a good thing for you. Or I want to challenge you to go and try this or do this and not let, <laughs> not let them say no easily. Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm good at that. Uh, I'd rather stick to what I know I'm good at. Or I really enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah, but you don't know what's on the other side of that challenge. And I think more leaders especially if you're listening to this and you work with young leaders, do not be afraid to challenge people. Not because it's egotistical or anything like that, but you just don't know what you can unlock in people's lives. A silly, a silly example for me I was sharing with you earlier was, uh, Julian, I played on a football team uh, in, in, uh, in Australia, soccer, football, for those who would be confused. Um, I played in this team, which was like, I don't know, 
the twenty seventh division of the Baptist League. That's how. Wow. Yeah, we were not. I uh, I'm a I am a, a major football fan, but not a majorly good football player. So uh, I played on this team, and we we played for fun, and it was you know we had a good time, and it was a lot of hard work running around the pitch. I personally, I loved playing in this creative role, or I loved playing out wide on the wings because I could receive the ball and set up a play, or cross a ball in, or mm-hmm. you know have a have a speculative shot on goal, which would go nowhere. And then I just remember this one time, a friend of a, one of the players came. He invited him to come and play for one day. And there was something really different about him. He had actually played football at a pretty high level, but I guess he was just wanting to have a run on the park. And uh, he was introduced to us. And uh, I asked my friend, where do you know him from? Oh, he's the CEO of a funeral company. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought, well, if any of us have a heart attack today, that's going to come in handy, I guess. But um, but instantaneously as soon as he got on the field i could tell he was a leader he knew how to play football he knew what the team could do just by looking at it and uh, i didn't even know the guy but i remember he he took one look at me and said joel you are staying in the center circle and i was like oh why is it i i get it i'm unfit all right i probably can't run as much as you want no 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 Stay in the center circle. There is, he's like, I can tell by looking at you, there is not a soul on this pitch who is capable of getting the ball off you if they want to. Wow. So you, and I feel someone with vision, right? You hear that and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what leaders do. We cast vision <laughs> and encourage people. He said, stay in that circle. And I promise you, me or one of the other midfielders, we will get the ball to you. Be ready to receive the ball and then play it off to one of the forwards or play it back, but you are staying in that center circle. And you know what? That was probably one of the best games we've ever had because I knew my role. Now, here's the thing. I was challenged because that was not the role I was used to playing. That was not the role I thought was going to be fun. Being a holding midfielder was like, oh, that's kind of boring. But man, it's fun when like there's not a fool who can take (laughs) that ball from you and... You can hold up the play and pass it off. And maybe in one or two more passes time, your team gets a goal. Uh, for me, I really learned something in that day. A real leader with real skills can see potential. They can cast a vision and they can actually challenge someone to maybe lead and succeed in an area that they had no idea that they would be good at. And uh, I think that's that's so so often that happens in ministry. When I see someone, I'm like, yeah, you're going to be a preacher. Or you're going to be a meeting host. Oh, but I'm shy. Or, oh, I don't think I could do that. Oh, I haven't been to Bible college. No, no, I see something in you. And I want to challenge you. I'm going to put you on roster in a couple of months, a couple of weeks time. And I want you to have a go at it. I'm going to give you feedback. I can cast some vision with you. And uh, I really believe you can succeed in that. Can succeed in that. And so uh, that's what we're talking about when we're saying as leaders, we're committed to expanding the capabilities and maybe uh, the possibilities for the people we're leading. Wow, I I didn't interrupt there. You were on a roll there, but I was intrigued. I thought your friend, or the person who turned up for the football match, when he said, "I know where you should go," was going to say you should stay in the changing room. Yeah, or yeah, you should or, be sort out the water for half time or something. Or cut you know. the oranges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for the thanks, thanks a lot. For the, yeah, thanks for the vote of confidence, Julian. Yeah, <laughs> but all that stuff you just said there is really just i think it encapsulates everything around our responsibility as leaders if particularly 
more mature leaders. And I don't think we've, we haven't really got time to get into the whole aspect of we're talking to young leaders and they might say, well, I'm too young. Who do I have to pass it on to? Just very quickly, I would say this. There's always someone we can pass on what we're learning we can pass it on to there is someone around who we can do that for and we can help them to grow in the same way that we've been helped to grow mm. um so it's a it's a huge topic actually i think we've just scratched the surface in kind of saying it's a challenge and stretch with feedback to help people in our world expand their capabilities Thanks so much for listening today. We hope that it brings you some fresh inspiration on your leadership journey. And if you're loving this content and you don't want to miss any upcoming episode, why don't you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. But also make sure you stay up to date with the latest in what's happening with The 19 Project and Lift Leaders. You can do this via our social media platforms or head to liftleaders.com or the19project.com. We'll see you next time.